comics, movies, music, video games, technology, Blu-ray, television. This is the HHW LOD Podcast Network. Mr. Stark. Yeah? Agent Coulson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy from the uh, Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement Logistics Division. God, you need a new name for that. Yeah, I hear that a lot. That's being handled. That's what we do. Just call us sheep. Hey, uh, if one person in our podcasting family was an agent of Hydra, who would you think it would be? Jordan. Dr. Esquire. That's a code name I've ever ever heard one. That's good. I didn't actually, uh, I wasn't thinking Jordan. I was actually thinking Aaron. Oh. I don't know why. I think he had an eye patch at one time. I think it's Jordan. If it's anybody, it's got to be Jordan. Fair enough. So welcome to the S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast, episode 17. We have three fellas here. Uh, this is John. I have Brad and Ken Morgan. What's up, guys? Good evening. Good evening. The big, 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 big turn, turn, turn episode. Did you guys love Winter Soldier? Loved it. Favorite Marvel I, movie. I I loved it. Um, it's yeah. I'm going. I'm going favorite. Absolutely. The, the reason I bring it up, obviously, is because we have to spoil it if we're going to talk about this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Fair warning. Uh, this inter this episode of Shield intertwined with Winter Soldier uh, a lot more than I thought it would. So we're definitely going to have to talk some Winter Soldier, and if you haven't seen it yet and that sort of thing bothers you, maybe check back with us uh, after that. This episode basically picked up right where the last episode left off, but I think, kind of thinking about the timeline of the movie and the show, I think it basically picks up right as, right before, like if I had to put it, nail it down, I would say it, it starts right before the movie ends. Uh, yeah, I, I would say so. Or maybe um, even right at the end. Yeah, I mean, these two, these two last two episodes certainly, uh, at, at best bookended the movie, um, both overlapped. Um, I mean, the, the, we'll talk in detail about the episode, but the signal that the S.H.I.E.L.D. team, uh, acquired was not exactly, or at all, I believe, referred to in the movie meaning you know, activating all the Hydra agents. Uh, I, I thought they would actually refer more to um, uh, the data purge or whatever you want to call the data dump that, that Widow did at the end of the movie. Uh, but that's not what I don't think that signal was. Um, I, thought there was bo- I thought it referred to both of those things in, in the TV show. I thought first we got wind of, a, of all the secrets being let out, and then there was that, that strange signal that started coming through and, and that uh, what's his face was decrypting. Yeah, yeah, that that, yeah, that seemed to originate. I my interpretation was that was definitely originated by the by Hydra, basically saying you know we're we're in the open, so you know secure your stations or whatever, get to work. Um, yeah, I I think uh, I don't know if that was a live feed at the very end, but we did see a shot of the Hellcarriers crashing into the water near the end. So whether or not that was live, I don't know. I don't I don't think it was right at the end. I think it overlapped. Um, certainly before the final the final battle at the Triskelion. I guess all uh, I'm saying is it definitely didn't take like place like a week later. It was no, right no, on oh, the no, heels was, of the movie. Yeah. Oh, I was, was just trying was, to be I was trying to be specific and nail it down, but all you need to know is it, it happened on the tail of the movie. And maybe you know, I'm I'm listening to the beginning of what we're doing here and it's gonna be difficult, uh I've come to terms with already. Um maybe we should just go let's go back and I'm not gonna do it. Because I'm no good at facts. But let's just go to the end of last S.H.I.E.L.D. episode and quickly, as fast as we can, what happened in Winter Soldier that affects what we know now for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Can we do that? Is that even possible? Well, I think it's very simple. I think basically, in Winter Soldier, come to find out that Hydra has infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. And it's been there all along ever since the 50s or so when Arnim Zola was recruited and Arnim Zola was a character in the first Captain America movie and he's been laying low 
posing as an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. He's been recruiting all this time and finally got to the point where they were ready to step out of the shadows. And, you know, of course, our agents are agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And once HYDRA made its made its presence known, it uh, threw a wrench in everybody's, you know, plans or whatever. It, 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 it just threw the agents for a loop. Yeah, specifically at the end of uh, Winter Soldier when they when uh, Widow uh, released all the data, all the the secrets, you know, of of Hydra and Shield, and and everything went out into the open. It became a mad rush to secure and claim the Shield assets throughout the world, uh, and that's what we're going to be seeing playing out in the series, I believe. So while the not even implication. The statement in the movie was that Shield is no more. I think in reality, or at least for purposes of the television show now, um, it's in disarray. Coulson says at the end of the episode, you know, we're the two. We may be the two highest-ranking Shield agents still alive, uh, and that's very, very likely. They commented that there's some facilities that are under Hydra control. There are some facilities that are under Shield control, and uh, they need to pick up the pieces. So I think whatever Shield is going to become, we will will play out throughout this this series, uh, through the next five episodes, five, yeah, uh, and even into the next season. And whatever that becomes is what we'll find in in Avengers, too. At the end of last episode, did you guys think Agent Hand was Hydra or Shield? How did it leave you? I know what it was supposed to make us think, but I want to know in reality what you guys thought. I personally thought, holy crap, she's she's a Hydra agent. Yeah, I thought it was too easy. And Ken and I, I think, and maybe Russell did a little email thing where we talked about it, but I, I think uh, it was too on the nose. I wasn't so sure. Yeah, we when we talked about it in the last episode, before we had even seen the movie, we all seemed to agree the whole Victoria Hand thing was a red herring, that that's what we were meant to think. And then they played that up throughout the first half of the episode of, you know, who's on what side uh, of this episode. But I think we all agree that it was too easy for Han to be the agent, not just considering what we, how we know her from the comics, um, but just for this, this series that it's, it's never been what we, what it seems. So yeah, I, I didn't think she was dirty. Now I believed what we, what I thought at the time is what we got that she thought Coulson was I guess we'll say Hydra. I mean, we didn't even put that into the play until we saw the movie. But we, you know, she thought Coulson was Hydra. Coulson thinks she's Hydra, and you know, it all comes comes together. I never quite, and maybe I missed it, but I never quite got her reasoning as to why she was convinced that Coulson was Hydra. Well, she does this little thing where I think she's trying to convince uh, Simmons maybe yeah, that Coulson is Hydra, out. and she runs down all of the secrets that he's had, and he's got this covert team, and. And Simmons is kind of saying, hey, yeah, you know, he didn't tell us about uh, his experience and Tahiti and all that and what happened to Sky, you know, with the yeah. alien blood and all yeah. that stuff that she's kind of figuring out. So it started making sense that way. But I think Hand Hand had just this blanket theory. Like, I know Hydra's in here somewhere, and I'm just going to start killing agents until <laughs> until uh, I'm sure that it's cleaned out. Because she was taking shots at Garrett, who ended up being a good target, actually. Yeah. Um, and she yeah. was ready to bring down Coulson's team as soon as they landed, like they were going to... Well, yeah, she she believed Coulson was dirty, and anyone associated with him, uh, therefore, was also going to be compromised. Uh, she, and she really believed that. She was, you know, clued in by Blake. You know, they put a lot of pieces together, but unfortunately, they got 2 plus 2 equals 5, and, and it didn't quite, quite line up that way. Um, I will give her credit, though, her little uh, loyalty test and uh, with Simmons and, uh, and Tripp... Uh, was clever. I was actually for a second like, oh my god, I was wrong. She she really is Hydra. And then then the way it played out, I was like, oh, okay, that's that's much better. Yeah, yeah. I totally believed that from the get go that she was Hydra. And I, because you know, typically, and it's funny that I'm a, what I'm about to say should have made me see where Garrett was going to end up. But typically, when you bring in a character like that, you know, and they've been around for a few episodes, something is going to end up being off with that character. Yeah, you know, and, and then we saw that with with Garrett. You know, um, he yeah, it's up... been a weed and trade. Now, we keep saying Joss, but really it's Jed. But I mean, Joss has an influence. Yeah, you know, it's always you bring in, you bring in. We talk about the weed and death. And it's always like the the supporting character you bring in later is Prime Cannon to be the death. Well, in this case, Prime Cannon to be the uh, to be the traitor. Yeah. Um, but I gotta admit, I I didn't see Ward coming. I really didn't. I I was satisfied by it, but I didn't see it coming. I, 
I hadn't read any kind of theories or postulations about, is that even a word? It is now, um, about who might the core member of the team be, you know, the traitor, even if there was going to be. And, and I was really hoping there was because, you know, I told John in an earlier email, I was really happy with this episode and then it was nearing the end and I started to get really upset and I started to hate it because it turns out that the Hydra threat was this guy that just came, you know, to our show four four or five weeks ago. You know, what's the big threat in that? And I said, you got to have somebody who's been there from the start and, you know, turn out to be the bad guy, turn out to be somebody, you know, that you trusted all along. And then they finally gave it to us. And I was like, okay, now I'm interested. Now I, I can watch the rest of the season. If, if they weren't (laughs) going to do that, it was too easy, too simple, too safe. Um, yeah. And I'm really glad that they ended up doing that. But, you know, I I should have seen the Garrett thing coming. And I didn't – I love Bill Paxton. He's one of my favorites. I love Hudson, his character Hudson from Aliens. Game over, man. Yeah. And I wanted uh, Garrett to be a good guy. You know, turns out he wasn't. And in retrospect, they got me. You know, they totally had me. Um, and, and the writers, Brad, have come out now and after this big – episode they're doing a bunch of interviews and and revealing some stuff and and part of it was why they wanted bill paxton or why they thought he was perfect was he he's really endearing like he does the good guy thing really well and he how he plays being buddies with colson and the banter and totally you know you totally want to like bill paxton i mean who didn't like hudson in aliens he was a big goof a big whiner baby but everybody liked him he was fun to like and like you said, Bill Paxton does that really, really well. I think I think his friendship com- camaraderie with with uh, uh, with Colson, with well, with Ward, it was definitely obvious, but or definitely sincere. But with any of them, he, I think he meant all that. I mean, he really to your friend, but at the same time, he's like, no, I'm I'm with who I believe is the winning team. Well, he so even said I, I don't think it was he that. even said that he wasn't a true believer from the start. He kind of decided to um, to go with Hydra, you know, after he thought about it for a while. So he really was, you know, a good guy for a long time. He really was Coulson's friend for a long time. And then he finally, you know, once he started drinking the Hydra Kool-Aid, he was like, you know what? I think I may have to switch sides. So he really did have, he really did consider Coulson a friend. He really did have to make some hard decisions. And I think that that makes it a little more believable for me as well. What do you guys think of him shooting the fake clairvoyant now? You think that was a calculated move to, you know, throw everybody off the scent? Like, maybe if they think this is the clairvoyant and I shoot him right now, nobody will, you know, the case will be closed type of thing? Or do you think it's still that berserker rage? That, or are we supposed to forget about that? Is that a done storyline? Like, I don't know what to think anymore. I never thought it was the berserker rage because just they haven't done anything with that. Although... I think that's what our what our tag at the end was was him wrestling with that rage over what he had just done. So finally, that's what I saw. But the the scene with the clairvoyant, no, I I think it was uh, part of the bigger picture. He was he was trying to close the loop, trying to trying yeah. to end the search and and help them move on. But well, by one that of our point, main, at, one of our main characters said as much. It might have been Coulson. Well, yeah, it might have been May or. I don't know. I mean, that was even during the last episode when they first interrogate him, you know, because uh, that's when they de- de- determined that it was the clairvoyant was really a shield agent. Um, so, so they actually said that, but we didn't believe it at the time. Was, I don't know if I, you guys did, but I didn't because we thought I thought Ward was clean, and it was then they gave us hand. They also spent a lot of time trying to convince us that that May was something other than she wasn't, but I never bought that. I always believed she was working in Colson's best interest, which she was. Yeah, if there's one thing I've learned, especially over the last several years um, in in watching TV and movies, and I think it's a product of the way stories are written nowadays, but um, I never, you know, I never really thought about it a lot when I was a kid or a young adult, but as I get older, I'm starting to realize that, and like I said, I think it's a product of the way things are written, but most of the time, what shows lead you to believe about certain characters are going to be, they're doing that for a reason. You know, if, if they lead you to believe somebody's good, he's going to be bad. If they lead you to believe somebody's and bad, he's going to be good. And it's, it's sometimes it's too obvious. And sometimes it's so obvious that you go, Oh, well that can't possibly be you right. know what it is. You know? So like I was convinced that 
hand was Hydra. But in retrospect, I shouldn't have been, because they tried so hard to make me think she was Hydra. However, at the same time, they were trying really hard to make us think May was was a, a mole or something like that, but I never did believe it either. Something seemed off. Maybe it was written differently than the hand thing was, but it, I say all this to say I'm amazed that sometimes I still get blindsided, blindsided by some of these reveals. I'm pleased that I still am. It yeah, I am too. I don't want to be... Fun. It is, and I, I don't want to be jaded. Now, I didn't know that Ward was... I never got a feeling that Ward was Hydra until the very end when she says, you want to shoot this guy? I thought, oh, geez, he's going to stand up and shoot Hand. Ward's yeah. a bad guy. But, you know, if I had, like I was talking to my, my 10-year-old nephew, my brother's son, who's really big into the Marvel uh, movies and the TV show, and he likes to call me every week and talk about S.H.I.E.L.D. or talk about Cap. We we spent half an hour the other night talking about the movie and the, and the uh, latest episode of S.H.I.E.L.D., but um, he... It was like, who do you think is going to be, you know, on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., who do you think is going to be, you know, revealed as Hydra? And and I was like, well, you know, of course we don't know, but if I had to pick one that I think might be, it's I have to be honest with you and say it's somebody that I would hope ends up being Hydra instead of who I think it might be. So I was hoping it was either going to be Ward or Simmons, because either way it would make either one of those characters more interesting for me as a viewer if they turned out to be somebody that, that they didn't appear to be. Um, so I really had no, I didn't, I didn't have any inclination as far as suspicions. I mean, as far as like clues that have been dropped or maybe things they said or ways they were acting. I was just hoping that either one of those would end up being Hydra because like I said, Ward has been bland and boring. And it's funny because he even described himself that way in this last episode. He actually used the word boring. And I wonder if maybe that was a little, nod to the fans uh, by the writers themselves using choosing that word that he was had been a boring character but you know either him or Simmons those those two were the least interesting characters to me and so I was just if I had to pick who was going to end up being Hydra I'd hoped it would be one of the of those two boring characters of course it ends up being Ward and and now I'm interested to see where he goes whereas whereas before I really wasn't that invested in that in that character so much of his character is interesting now that really wasn't like, think about the whole, you know, quote, relationship with May. You know, now it's all like he was just using whatever he could to get in closer or to make them believers or, you know, whatever. And then when you see him kind of pull it on Sky right at the end, you know what I mean? It's almost like that's his thing now. Like he can get in with these female agents on the shield side by you know, playing the relationship role or, or yeah, whatever. Yeah, of course. And, uh, you know, one, when he was revealed as being Hydra, I, um, I immediately flashed back to that scene, pardon me, flashed back to that scene in, in the closet with, uh, Sky, and I, I had to roll my eyes at that. I was like, oh, of course. That's so obvious in hindsight. Right. Yeah. Uh, some of the interviews with the writers, uh, talking about, this reveal, not just Hydra in general, but with Ward, it's like, you know, had they been planning this? And they said, yeah, basically. There's been several times throughout the season where they've put clues there for us to see. Uh, I commented to, I think, uh, John, I'm not sure if you were on there, Brad, earlier, that maybe a lot of this was a little too subtle, but it, it, there's so much out there they put out there to, to, to build this up. Um, you know, when when the, the one they mentioned was um, Coulson and Ward were driving and he talked about uh, uh the, the cellist and then later on the clairvoyant used the cellist as part of his interrogation tactics and separate from that when uh, sky was looking at the wall of honor and colson's talking and saying things about you know lies and evil or whatever as he's saying those kind of words it focuses on the camera focuses on on ward just two examples of how they've been kind of foreshadowing where they're going so are we supposed to think and i haven't read that article all the way through but are we supposed to to get from that, that they've known from the episode one what was going to happen with the Hydra yes. oh, thing. And... Oh, they have. They absolutely have. They were they they knew where Cap was going. This this season has been building towards this. I I commented uh, on the uh, uh, the uh, LOD episode or the Real Heroes episode about uh, about the movie that um, I gotta believe now that the ch- choosing April for this movie um, 
was was part of the bigger bigger Marvel Cinematic Universe plan along with this show, so they could do exactly what they did with wrapping these two episodes and building this season, this series to get to where it is right now, based around the events of Captain America. So I, I, I it's not it's not an accident, but, but yeah, the writers knew this was coming. They've been building to this. This is where they've been going. Um, it's it's been a slow burn. People unfortunately hadn't been satisfied uh, with what they were getting because I don't know, maybe it wasn't what it wasn't what they expected. They wanted superheroes every week, but. If they stopped and actually really appreciate what they got, like 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 I certainly have, um, I think a lot of people are realizing that now as they get to this episode and they see what's going on and they look back at the season that came before, they're like, oh, oh, okay, I'm I'm getting it now, which is what the, they've been saying for a long. Like, let it build, let the story tell. You'll be you'll be satisfied. Well, I think it's part of the culture now. You know, the people have short attention spans and they don't have a lot of patience. You know. A lot of people binge watch shows now on Netflix and D- and DVDs and Blu-rays, and they're like, "I'm just if this show is like this, I'm just gonna do something else with my time until the Blu-ray comes out, and then I'm gonna watch all 20 episodes, yeah. you know, on a weekend, sure. and and I'll get it that way." And I think, I think that's that's hurt the the viewing of some shows. Um, you know, like people have people are, are much more likely to sit down and watch a, a 30 second. Uh, YouTube video than they will uh, a, f- a five minute YouTube video. You know, it's all about keeping it short yep. and simple. You know, I'd rather listen to to Bill give me one sentence and <laughs> you know describing something instead of three minutes. And, and you know, I'm joking around with Bill because I love him. I don't know that he's capable of doing that, but um, you know, I I much rather listen to a, a 30 minute podcast about nothing than listen to an hour and a half of of nothing. So it's or anything really. I mean, sometimes short and sweet is is much easier to digest. And I think people are used to that. They're they're used to being um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They're used to they're getting their satisfaction quicker they than want ever. Their instant now. gratification. Yes, thank you very much. That's it. The instant gratification of binge watching a show, um, you know, is people just don't have the patience for for that kind of thing now because everything is so readily available things are yeah. so instant now and um i mean can you imagine we we all love the show lost can you imagine having to go through that again now 6 years maybe 7 years however long it took to watch that show you oh, know it would drive me insane as you were talking i was thinking exactly about lost and the comments people said, especially like when they were in the past, and it's like, so all none of that mattered. They just ended up back at the in the present. That's it. And I was like, no, it, it all mattered. And you know, explain going to explain to them. But I tell you, when I watched, I rewatched the whole season a year or two ago. It the whole season or the whole really, series? The series, excuse me, the whole series, and it works really well when you watch it uninterrupted like that. Yeah, I mean, it works even better than it ever did for me watching it week by week, season by season. Sure. Well. I think, you know, like I said, people have to get used to the idea or they have to they have to make up their minds about if they're going to be patient and watch it week by week or are you just going to wait until the summer and watch it on the Blu-ray. I think it just like I said, it comes down to um being so dissatisfied that it wasn't what they wanted yeah. that they just didn't appreciate what they got. And I you hope know, that this will help them change that view. I've gotten close with some shows to saying, "You know what? I'm just going to let 5 or 6 of them stack up on the DVR and then watch them all." you know, on a weekend or something. I've, I've sure. thought about doing that before. I haven't actually thought about doing that with agents of shield, but you know, cause I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a fanboy. I like watching the show, but that's just part of the danger that, that TV um, producers and writers and, and networks, they just, they're going to have to, they're going to have to understand that people want it and they want it now. And, you know, maybe the slow burn doesn't exactly work as well as it used to. What else about this show really um, really got you guys? I don't know if it really got me, but I, I like the callback to uh, the other stuff that they've put in the hub. Um, that's not the best way to describe it. You know, the Asgardian weapons. Yeah. The, oh, you know, the stuff the that was on the plane, I think hard drive. Yeah. Yeah. So it became important suddenly to get there and secure this stuff from so Hydra. Let's, let's talk about that for a second, though. So they, they back it all up. They wipe the plane, back it all on this hard drive. And then Sky gives it the ward for safekeeping. Does Ward still have that? I believe he does. I don't think he, I don't. I, I don't know that we saw him give it back. Hmm. The whole point was to keep it out of Hydra's hand, and they just basically delivered it to Hydra. Right. Everything yeah, I didn't even think of that last year. 
I, yeah. I was even I was referring to uh, you know they mentioned like the gravitonium and like the right. yep. stuff that was on lockdown in the hub. Yep. Oh, and don't forget they're talked about how that stuff is is at the fridge and and isn't that where they were taking Garrett? They go make sure it stays secure, and here they are. You know the the core Hydra team is now going right to where. Oh no, uh, yeah, the fridge. That's where yeah. Rain is. Wherever he is, Hi, the Hydra leadership is now being delivered to where all the our rogues gallery has been collected over over the season. We've been talking about how that's a, a breakout situation waiting to happen. It sounds like that's coming. So, right. are we supposed to think that the clairvoyant is the leader of Hydra, or are no? I don't think in the reference leader, to the movie. But... Are we supposed to think that uh, Alexander Pierce was the leader of Hydra, or? Or I really uh, in the thought, tag we saw Baron von Strucker was he the leader of Hydra? Is I don't know been that introduced to a leader of Hydra yet. That's true. I don't know. I don't think we've been there's a, a we've been introduced to the leader of Hydra. Clearly, based on uh, Strucker's uh, cameo appearance in the in Cap, the uh, Hydra is not limited to Shield. It's it's many places already. So there probably is a higher, more central leadership. Um, so maybe I misspoke. Maybe the the core leadership or the one of the core, the key players of Hydra in Shield. Again, just like with the Shield faction, you know, Coulson believes we may be the highest ranking agents still alive. Garrett and Ward very well may be the highest ranking yeah. Hydra agents left. I mean, Pierce is gone. Um, you know, the Crossbones is burned alive, practically near death. You know, when we last saw him, I don't know who else is uh, was really there. Um, Gary Shanley has been arrested. <laughs> um, but he was probably as much a puppet in terms of Hydra as anything else. I would bet. I would expect just because he's a U.S. senator that he's uh, he was ever anything important in the Hydra landscape. I would probably I would probably say Sitwell's was more important to Hydra than than Senator Stearns was. I'm actually going to miss Sitwell. For those of you who don't care to see the movie, Sitwell from, uh, had appeared in the TV show a few times. Well, he's dead now. He died. He got run yeah. over by a bus. In hey, did you America, hear the? Uh, I don't know if it was the call sign or the tail number of the of the bus. Did you hear what it was? No. Shield six one six. Yeah. No, that that's not the first time we've heard it referred to as six one six. Really? I honestly, that's the first time I picked up on it. <laughs> no, it's been referred to like that several times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's very cool though. I mean, it's referred to the bus. I never heard six one six before. That's, yeah. that's that was that that grabbed me when I heard that. The yeah. uh, but that was one of the fun things I heard I heard on that. Do we need to explain to the non-comic book nerds that the six one six is what the Marvel universe is known as in the comic you, books? I think I you think just, just did. did. Okay. <laughs> Very good. I loved uh, the fact that Ward put bullets in the two agents' heads before he shot Hand because that to me really seals it like no turning back no double secret agent you know um there's a chance that hand could still be alive but it still can't ever fix the fact that ward you know killed those other two agents in cold blood you know what i'm getting at yeah like it's yeah. definitely creating a point of no return for the character well i think i can see what you're saying but i think it was more of a, I got more of a strategy thing out of it. Like, okay, if I shoot hand first, I've got two guys left and they both got guns, so I may be in trouble. So, Oh, yeah, abs absolutely. Oh, yeah, strategically, it makes sense, absolutely. Right. Yeah. My, but, my point is just that if he doesn't shoot those two guys and he shoots hand in the gut and hand doesn't die... And then it, you know, and and then it's the possibility is open that well, we really had Ward do that on purpose so he could double agent with Hydra, and he's really still with us. Like that would really tick me off. Okay. So the fact that he killed two agents in cold blood, like there's no turning this around now. He's okay, Hydra. Okay. So you're thinking that's that's the show telling us as viewers that this is not an M Night Shyamalan moment. <laughs> this is this is the way it is. The way it appears is the way it is. Hi. I don't know that they were trying to tell us that, but that's what it told me. Yeah, Ward, I, I, they, I think you're right, Ward John. is Hydra. You don't need to worry about him flipping again. See, this, I, is what, this is what you're saying that you got out of it. Yes. Yeah, okay, I agree. I, I think you're right. However, I think Ward is questioning loyalties. I think his experience over the last you know year, whatever, however long it's been in TV time, um, is making him question his loyalties. I Man, think I he sure followed hope it through turn with out the, that way. I think he followed through with the original plan. Maybe part of me wants to still have the team get back together, but and you're he, right, John. I think killing Hand is going to make that very difficult, if not impossible. Uh, I I think 
I don't think he was necessarily playing Sky. I, I think that was genuine because I think because I, think I really it, hope it, he was playing Sky because I can't stomach that. Yeah, I I think his experience with Colson is making him question his loyalties. However, things happen so fast, he just did what he does, which is uh, react. And he had to react on his instincts, which has been, who knows how long he's been compromised like this, how long he's been part of Garrett's inner circle. Uh, so he just went with, he just reacted by, by by instinct. But when he, on reflection, he's conflicted. And I think that's And the fact that, that he didn't out. say Hail Hydra at the end is clearly leaving a door open or yeah. well, I, leaving some doubt in, in everyone's mind. Did Garrett say it? Yes. He, he said it kind of condescendingly, though. Did like he, he really, said, did, he never really did Garrett actually say Hail Hodger? Yeah. Then I missed that, because I was thinking neither one of them said it. But now knowing that Garrett said it and he didn't, okay, that, that makes me wonder a little bit. It, right right when the reveal happened, when he said, uh, said I know Agent Sitwell filled your ranks, so some of you know what to do. And a couple guys shot the other guards, and he just kind of looked at Coulson and shrugged and said, eh, Hail Hydra. And uh, the guards, remaining guards, did the whole, you know, you know, lockstep hail Hydra. But he just he just said it's kind of like, eh, whatever. It's 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 what we say. Like clearly his conviction's not there. He's more of a mercenary in this whole thing rather than a than a believer. So it sounds to me like you're you're thinking it's a possibility that he's he still may come back to the light. I think the door's open. I sure hope that doesn't happen because if it does, I'm gonna want to puke. I was. I don't think it's gonna happen waiting. in the next five episodes, but I think it's gonna be there. It's gonna be a plot point. When he was staring at the screen at the very end, when we were all waiting for him to say "Hail Hydra," I was almost waiting for his eye to light up, like they uh, were gonna like say a, that he was being controlled, and that would be the out—that it really wasn't him. Like a Deathlock guy, like a Deathlock yeah. situation, or yeah. like a what's the name? Amadala. Um, Mikhail Amador. Yeah, the agent that was be on the and like Mike Peterson, you know, like he's being he has to do what they tell him. Yeah, I I uh, <laughs> I kind of like I said I thought it was the Berserker rage. He was trying to contain it, trying to control it because frankly, the way Garrett was rambling, he was just like, "Will you please shut up?" And yeah, like I've had to do this. The fact that I had to do this is bad enough, and now you're gonna yap. Well, like, the, that's how it came off. It did because you know what they did with Garrett's audio. It was it like it got um harder to hear the the volume yep. was lower and lower like he was just tuning out or exactly or you know he had all this white noise playing in his head or something so I, it, it did kind of give you the feeling that maybe something was a little off with ward but maybe we're maybe we're looking too far into it maybe we're supposed to wonder like i'm convinced that ward is hydra now and which which is funny because i just you know a few minutes ago i said if a show tries real hard to make me think something, I should really consider the possibility that it's not that way. And here I am thinking that Hydra, you know, that Ward is Hydra. And who knows? Maybe he's going to end up not being Hydra. At but, the very least, he's not happy with what he had to do. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised at all if, if it ended up, you know, like him taking it upon himself to be a... Yeah, but man, shooting Victoria Hand. That's And the other two agents. I mean, I know they're no names, but he shot them in the head. I mean, they were yeah. S.H.I.E.L.D. agents. Yeah. yeah, I think the one guy was actually wearing a red shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we should probably mention to the viewer and the non-movie viewer that our team now thinks, and Hydra now thinks, that Nick Fury is in fact dead. Uh, but as seen in, at the end, well, not even the end, halfway through The Winter Soldier, he is not dead. He's playing dead. He's yeah, but awesome. I don't think even that was revealed to enough people to to get out. I think the the world still believes Nick Fury's dead. That's what I'm saying. Everybody yeah. thinks he's dead. Our main characters thinks he's dead. Right, the people that know, know he's, he's not. not dead is yep. Cap and the Falcon and Maria Hill. So and Agent Thirteen, and not, that's all from the movie. So yeah, do we want to save discussions of what we know of future episodes for the spoiler section? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um. Geez, you know, I feel like. There was a lot in this episode, but a lot of it was taken up by action, you know? So I don't know how much more story there is to... I mean, there's Agent Triplet. They definitely tried to make us think he was in on it for a while. Yeah, I, I you know, I bought into that for, for a little bit. And then he, like, when he pulled the knife out, I thought, oh, great. You know, he's going to kill Simmons. And that, that wouldn't have bothered me, honestly, because Simmons is one of the other two... <laughs> characters that I find the most boring. I find Fitz to be much more entertaining than, than Simmons, but, you know, when uh, when he flipped the knife around and said, eh, I don't know if you try to kill me that you're Hydra. But then what would have shocked me and 
probably would have pleased me if she had busted out some ninja hydra moves and and took the guy down like she's been playing playing yeah. innocent the whole time. But regardless of how it turned out, what happened to Triplet? I forget how. Where is he was, what's his status at the end of the, by the end of the episode? He, he's he's shield and he was uh, during the little musical montage. Uh, he was pretty pretty fired up when he found out about Garrett. Yeah, I think he actually human. starts yelling at him as oh, they're like right. pulling yeah. Garrett yeah, out. I think I I think I read his lips at one point. He said something like, "I trusted you." I think I caught him saying that. Yeah. Okay, so he's still alive and he's pissed. Okay. Yeah. Um. So let's talk about May May for a second. I mean, she was holding on like you know I can't tell you, Fury will tell you, won't tell you what's going on until finally they find out Fury's dead. She finally uh, breaks down and tells Coulson you know why she was there. She's the one who put the team together. She was there to uh, keep an eye on him, and the team was handpicked to what did they say? To, uh, uh, someone to fix his body, somebody to fix his mind, and a specialist to put you down if needed. Um, but the whole idea that they said, you know, he can never know about Tahiti, he can never know what happened. Um, are, are we past that now? She basically said that they were afraid his, basically that it wouldn't take or his mind would shut down. But when that didn't happen, are, are we past the whole he can never know thing now? Like nothing's going to happen? Yeah, I, I guess. I mean. I think so. And, you know, to be honest, I can't, I can't quite pin down why they were so afraid of him. I guess because he would have asked too many questions and too many secrets and. I'm well, I mean, it's the... probably all like illegal and immoral. Yeah. And... Well, yeah, but I'm I'm thinking they're thinking more about Coulson himself, not the implications of what they did, but just him, his well-being. That if he ever were to find out that the Tahiti uh, illusion would collapse, he would suddenly remember the pain and the agony, and that would just drive him insane, and they'd have to kill him anyway. Uh, that's that's what I'm interpreting all this. He can never know about that. If they, if he ever finds out, um, it'll undo everything, and he'll just you know become a a, a psychotic mess. Uh, but but that didn't happen. And they did a couple of scenes with that, like with with Sky helping him. He even said help regain a little part of my humanity with what she did, um, and just getting Magnifio, feel, getting him active. And then when he did finally find out, he he didn't freak out. He didn't shut down. He just wanted more answers. So. Uh, I, I think we're closed on that. I think it's. I think we're past it. It'll be interesting to see how they introduce him back into, you know, like the next uh, Marvel movie, whichever one it's going to be that he's that he appears in. I would only assume it would probably be the next Avengers movie. I don't yeah. think he's going to show up in Guardians of the Galaxy or. No. What's what's uh? Is there anything after Guardians of the Galaxy but before no, Avengers? Avengers is next? Okay. So I would only imagine that he's going to be. He's got to be in the Avengers. Well, I like mean, I said, what, whatever Shield is going to look like by the time Avengers: uh, Age of Ultron comes out, it's going to be come out of whatever the show does. So I, I think he's going to have to be there. And how are you going to explain to the movie viewer who doesn't watch? Um, oh, I guess they've. You need, a, say, you need five minutes to talk about it, and you. Didn't well, there. I I think the answer is if you've seen Winter Soldier, you know everything you need to know. Yeah. You know, I don't think I don't think Agents of Shield is gonna. Um, add anything to the story of Hydra taking over Shield. It fleshes it out, but it doesn't add information that you don't get that you need to have that you didn't get already in in Winter Soldier. So it's not like you if you don't watch Shield, you're gonna miss anything that that need, that explains why Shield is gone or whatever. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, I, I think. Like I said, Shield will continue. It will become something, and by the time Avengers comes out, they're going to say just something like, you know, in in the year since Captain America stopped the Hydra plot, there's just Galleon. Shield has been reorganized as blah blah blah, and you're and you're there. I wonder if we'll see it become Hammer in name only. That would be kind of interesting. Hmm. I hadn't thought of that. I'm I'm fascinated to uh, to find out how they just approach the show now. You know, is it gonna clip back and forth for a little while to uh to Ward and and Garrett and then back to you know our shield team as we know it and and is Ward going to have like a totally different personality like how deep in cover was he you know it'll it'll be really interesting to see if he's like resistant to Garrett or if he's totally on board or you know wouldn't it be funny if they made him like similar to Garrett in like a life of the party type guy. And he's really been that way the whole time, but he was just in such deep cover being like this boring wooden. No, I think that's what he is. Yeah, I'm sure it is, but it's just fun to think about the possibilities now that, you know, he doesn't have to hide anything anymore. If he was hiding anything overt. 
I've, I don't know what's going to happen with him, but honestly, it'll be the first time that I am really, you know, concerned about or interested in to see where he, where he ends up or where he, what happens to him. You know, I, I never really was excited about the possibility that he would have ended up with May or Sky for that matter. And, um, but now knowing that he's got some dimension to him makes him watchable. Hey, I just thought of something else I wanted to bring up. So we've talked in the past about all the different, you know, love or relationship triangles going on through the, through that plane. And I know, John, you speculated a couple of times, was there something going on between Colson and May? She stopped herself. She almost said, I love you, didn't she, during that whole conversation. And she stopped herself and came out with, you mean a lot to me. Right. I don't think that, I didn't get that at all. Yeah, she was like, you know, I this, that, that, this happened, that happened. You mean a lot to me. Yeah, There I, was I, something there. I mean, you know, I, I, I don't think it's a stretch. I don't know if it was supposed to be interpreted exactly that way but there's something going on i still i still feel or could possibly go right. on and he's just pissed at her well like he's oh yeah just he's, can't oh, he's betrayed that. on a level greater than you know, greater than ward is of course i don't even know if they how they're going to find out about that other than my favorite my favorite line in the whole episode was when uh sh- he said um you're not a friend but you're an ally yeah yeah i was like dang i mean That's you cool, know man. yeah <laughs> he, he obviously considered her a friend, you know, for a very long time and then to come to find out she's been spying on and for him to just flip, you know, that switch that quickly, you're not a friend, but you're an ally. I was like, dang, that's that's tough. That's rough. And how something that kind of gets lost in in the uh, shuffle of the scene, how badass is Victoria Hand? <laughs> she's like, oh, yeah, we're going to bring you back to the uh, fridge. Ah, you know what, Ward, why don't you put a bullet in him right now? <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. And yeah. a lot of paperwork. Yeah. I guess, you know. There's no rules anymore. Absolute power. What's this? What's the uh, phrase? Absolute power corrupts absolutely. I think great she, power comes what? Uh, yeah. yeah. I think she might have been on her way to, maybe not on her way. Maybe she just does when it suits her. Maybe she can abuse her power when it suits her. She's a very different, she's ended up being a, a really different kind of character than she was in the comics. Um, You know, she was kind of playing second fiddle to to somebody else in the comics, whereas in the TV show, she was she was pretty much her own woman. You know, when Iron Man 2 came out and Coulson had that little bit part on there, I'm like, oh, that's because that was only the second time we had seen him. That's what Coulson's going to be. He's going to be the S.H.I.E.L.D. representative when they can't afford Sam Jackson. Um, Hand was the Maria Hill uh, when you can't, can't get Colby Smulders off the set of yeah. How I Met Your Mother. Yeah, that makes complete sense to me. And how that was neat seeing... Uh, Marie Hill show up, especially, you know, in a, in a very Jim Gordon moment from the dark Knight when she was, you know, when she was, uh, in that suit, she was posing as somebody else. And then, uh, you know what I'm referring to with, yep. um, yep. Gordon, when he showed up driving that, that van or whatever, but we didn't know it was him in the dark yep. night. Anyways, uh, and she's like, that thing was squeezing my brain. That was a pretty funny line. Hey, two things on some gadgets in the, in the show. First off that, that cutting tool, is that the same thing Fury had? And uh, Maria Hill used uh, to to cut their ways out of the van. Uh, oh, that, remember that? Uh, yeah, in Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier that that fits used to get him off the bus. Very similar, at least. Yeah, I hadn't say, it of did it, the same but... thing. It cut cut yeah. through the the bus and the and the the concrete floor, so it got him out of there. So I, I think that's what when that that's what Fitz said is like. I signed up for development, but never, nothing ever came of it. Yeah, it went into Fury's pocket. <laughs> um, but the other thing uh, that Coulson used that sent out that little shockwave that. Uh, Kind of uh, incapacitated everybody who was in the. Oh, field. May threw it to him. Yeah, yeah, we, that was we pretty seen awesome. That, before? that looked familiar to me, but I can't remember if we saw it on this show before. I think I we've. Else. I think we've seen it in a movie in another property, something that acted very similar to that. But I think that's the first time we've seen anything like that in the Marvel world. I almost, as I'm talking, I almost want to say, did we see it in what was it, the second episode when they went for the 084 mm. at the during, at the pyramid? Something, some, something's. I gotta go back and find out because that's that's very familiar to me. Unless, it, like I said, just. Well, you just, know what? That's ringing a bell. Something about that episode. It, it. The point is, it did look familiar. Yeah. So overall, um, you know, I was really happy. I I enjoyed it a lot. One thing I I liked, and I just remembered this as I was speaking. Um, it certainly turned up a notch a bit in the action area in terms of like people actually got shot and stabbed. 
Yeah. Uh, we've been seeing a lot of people get iced and sort of fall down and stuff. Um, this definitely took it up, you know, in the, in this sort of adult material area with people taking bullets in the head and, and, uh, I'm pretty sure Ward in his hallway scene stabbed a couple of guys at least. Oh yeah. Um, so it certainly got a little more serious in that regard, but, uh, I was really happy with it. It, it almost felt like a finale. I'm so glad there are more episodes coming up. Yeah. Well, it certainly feels like there's, you know, a new direction, a, a big mystery, an ongoing story that they're going to have to cover instead of like a weekly whodunit or a weekly freak of the week, you know, that they get associated with some shows. And I think that this show dealt with for the most part for quite a long time with the, the ongoing thread of Deathlock and Centipede. It still had some one and done type feel to it, but I think now it's really going to have that week by week chapter next chapter, next chapter type of feel to it, which I, I think is really going to work really well. Cool. Uh, Alright, do we want to uh, mosey into our spoilerish preview section for next week? Let's do it. Yeah. I guess for anybody that doesn't want to uh, hear the preview for next week, um, what's that phone number, Brad, for voicemails that we'll, we're going to try to, we got a couple waiting around and uh, timing didn't work out so great, but we're going to try to start with some voicemails next show. Uh, regarding this episode. You want to give them a number, Brad, since I don't know it? Yeah, it's 972-798-3830. That's the HHWLOD Podcast Network voicemail line. So when you leave a message, just say who it's for, what show, in this case, S.H.I.E.L.D. And uh, we'll make sure that we get to that, probably like John said, in the next episode. Yeah, and we had a little fun live tweeting this week. Uh, that's at S.H.I.E.L.D. Podcast. And there's a Facebook.com slash Shield TV podcast uh, page that you can like and follow as well for all the news and updates as to when our shows post and, and stuff like that. All right. For the Brave, who's ready with a uh, preview? Mr. Morgan? Oh, the, the biggest previews for me are the guest stars coming up. We've got five episodes, and at least four of them have, have a, a guest star in them. We've got Patton Oswalt next week. I'm so excited about that. I love that guy. Not only is he funny, he's a really, really good actor. He really is. And knowing that he is a huge fan of comic books in general, he gets to play in the Marvel world. I think that's wonderful that, that he's getting to do that. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do with this. Cool. And then in two weeks, we get to meet the cellist. I, we should have talked about this last week, but we didn't. Uh, another Whedon alum, Amy Acker, is joining the cast as the cellist. So um, when we when we, when I read about her, they said, um, you know, so, you know, a threat is going to whatever threatening team. Well, clearly Hydra is going after Coulson. Colson, where uh, his fa his friends, his family, in this case, the cellist. So he's got to go get back in her life, and she still believes he's dead. So we're going to meet her, and uh, she's she said in an interview I read she had a lot of fun, and uh, I guess it's open for her to come back maybe at some point. So I guess that means also means that she doesn't die. So that's good. Uh, I just read today that on April 29th, which will be the three weeks from now, from three episodes from this one, Colby uh, Smulders will be back on as Maria Hill. Sweet. So Great. that's exciting. We'll see her now. I have no idea what the scope of that's going to be. If it's a <clears throat> tag, or she's going to be in the in the episode a little more, like Sif was, Jamie well, Alexander. Uh, we we have an idea of what she may be doing um, at this point. True. And yeah. Because of, at the end of uh, Winter Soldier, uh, there was a couple of shots of a couple of different people. Uh, since Shield is no more, uh, taking on new jobs, and yeah. Maria Hill's new job was working for apparently maybe she was in an interview. It looked, you know, it kind of looked like she was in an interview because she had like, it looked like she was taking a, a lie detector test almost. She had yeah, she had thing her things arm attached that, to yeah. her hand and arms. But uh, for uh, the human resources department at Stark Enterprises, which yep. I thought was was pretty dang funny. That was cool. So so yeah. So maybe not only Maria Hill will have a Stark appearance because maybe she's there. You know, in, in, part of being in Star, uh, Stark. Uh, maybe, maybe not. We'll, we'll find out. Four weeks from now, I don't know if there's anything extraordinary going on. I'm sure it'll be good. But then the season finale, five episodes from now, uh, Sam Jackson, Nick Fury will be in that episode. Again, I don't know what capacity, but, uh, Coulson hopefully will finally get in front of Fury and find out what's going on. That more than cool. more likely it'll be, have to do with the status of S.H.I.E.L.D., I'm sure. But, uh, that's pretty exciting bank of episodes coming up on top of all this Hydra revelation. 
and five consecutive weeks. Yes. Right? Correct me if I'm wrong. No, you're right. I think it's the... Seven in a row. I think that's the longest uh, stretch we've gotten, <laughs> which is good stuff. You know, I really hope that um, that they can figure out some way to structure the airing of the episodes a little more consistently next season. You know, I realize there were some, like there were some Olympics that got in the way and there was a movie that got in the way of, of all this, but um, I'm really hoping they can be a little more consistent with their with their episode viewing. Well, hopefully, we didn't talk anything about the ratings, which uh, is fine. We don't always have to do that, but uh, it took another down tick, which was sort of the lowest of the season at a 1.7. Um, but I'm hoping word of mouth and the movie now that everybody's gotten out to it, uh, you know, maybe we'll see a little bump. And, uh, you know, I don't think it's under any, you know, I'm not concerned about it, about it getting canceled at all. I'm just not. Maybe that's naive, but I think Marvel and ABC and, and you know, Disney and everybody else that's involved has too much invested and planned, you know, for this structure of movies intertwining with TV. And, you know, I'm just hoping that the week, next week, actually, I don't know if we mentioned this because um, I'm half asleep, but uh, they're re-showing this episode before the new episode at 9 p.m., I believe, Eastern. Oh, really? So... Yeah, they're replaying this one this and one then showing the new one. And at 9, gotcha. Yeah, so, uh, you know, maybe that'll help uh, with the word of mouth from people that watched it live and i know there was a lot more chatter you know i don't know around the water coolers of america maybe it carried over and and this will help boost it a little bit i know several uh, people that work where i work you know who have not seen it yet because they've not seen captain america yet and they're they are waiting for that um i also know several people who are not well you can they're comic people but they really enjoy the show and uh are looking forward to seeing it Right. And I mean, I know people that saw Captain America that have no intention of watching S.H.I.E.L.D. So, well, that's the I'm sure it, so. you know, yeah, I'm sure it, uh, there's a full spectrum of examples. But we're looking forward to next week, and uh, and we'll be back then, won't we? Hopefully I can make it as well. As, yeah, as we'd long like as to there's the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. or Agents of the Agency formerly known as S.H.I.E.L.D., there will be a S.H.I.E.L.D. TV podcast. You know what Excellent. I think would be pretty cool is if they would change the open next week. And, and make it like oh, a like on fringe, like yeah. make it agents of Hydra. Hey, they they yeah. changed the, the closing and gave us the Hydra logo. Why not? That's true. That I think that would awesome. be really sweet. Yeah, and I was thinking of that very same thing, John, just like they did on uh, on Fringe. There's a lot of cool memes going around. No, not no, they're not. No, there's there's fan. no there's no cool memes going around. There are. There are like no. Every... There are memes. There are no cool memes. <laughs> every every. Uh, Every like famous whisper in history, or like any famous people whispering. Any then... anytime one person's mouth got close to another person's ear, yeah. it's been hail captioned with hail hydra. <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny, actually. Bert and Ernie is probably. Yeah. All right, the I'll best give one. that one. That one's fun. I like that how one. how would if I was to Google those, how would I find them? Uh, hail hydra meme. Ha- hydra meme, yeah. H-A-I-O. And I saw Bert and Ernie. I saw Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy. Hail Hydra meme came up immediately in the search options. <laughs> I I saw I saw one of uh, there's Bert and Le- Ernie, Leo oh, DiCaprio, Leo and uh, Kate Winslet from Titanic on the on the bow of the ship <laughs> doing the Hail right. Hydra. You know, doing that in King of the World scene. It's excellent, excellent. Stuff. The one with uh, Bert and Ernie is pretty funny. <laughs> there's a Breaking Bad one. There's a Catwoman. There's Lion King. Yeah, I don't know what that one is, but that's freaky. Uh, I saw about six ones for Obama. There's that's, a Godfather that's one. For, that's another. Podcast. That's actually kind of funny. Obama and Biden doing a hell hydra. That would be funny. <laughs> that would be really funny, actually. Uh, all right, kids. That's Hope funny. you enjoyed the show. We'll uh, talk to you next week. Good night. Hell hydra. Hell hydra. Too easy. <laughs> <laughs>